so yeah, my background is in um, bars and restaurants here in Seattle, and um, I study wine quite a bit these days, and that's a bit of my focus, but it's kind of split between that and cocktails, and I think those worlds are more similar than they are different, um, especially when it comes to taste and balance, and a lot of the things we'll be talking about include kind of structure, so things like um, our, our main senses of taste, sweet, salty, um, sour, bitter, and umami. Right? So sweet, we feel at the front of our mouths, kind of up front right away. Sour is a mouth-watering sensation on the side. Salty is kind of all over our mouths. Bitter is more in the, in the back. And then umami is this overall savory sensation. And a lot of cocktails, you can put either a pinch of salt in, like if you're making a martini, or do a full-on savory cocktail like uh, Bloody Mary. Um, so the, the base spirits are going to be kind of the backbone of the drink. To get that sour element, we have some different juices, uh, lime and lemon. And you can tell the difference here because the lime is just a little bit lighter in shade. Um, so these I just squeezed today, and uh, we'll go through the tools kind of throughout, but I used a hand squeezer and then just ran it through a fine mesh strainer, and that'll be a good preparation on that. Then for sweetness, we use syrups or liqueurs. So this is a basic rich sugar syrup, and by volume, it's two parts sugar, one part water. And then the same is true with honey. So you can see that this has even some still crystals of honey floating in it, but two parts honey to one part of sugar. And so those are all non-alcoholic. And then we get into some spirit ingredients here. A liqueur like this, this is called allspice dram. This is the flavor of allspice. Um, so we might use that in baking, but it has um, this, uh, it's, it's a spirit with sugar and flavoring added. So another example of liqueur is this rose. Uh, this rose liqueur is basically just um, neutral spirit, like almost vodka, with rose essence added and sugar. So that's what a liqueur is. Um, and then vermouth is a, another ingredient that can add some sweetness. It, instead of a spirit base, like a vodka base or a, a neutral grain spirit, this has a wine base with a little bit of spirits added, plus spices and aromatic elements. Um, a Manhattan cocktail is a, a classic um, to use vermouth, as is a martini. We're kind of going halfway between, we'll be doing the Martinez cocktail. Uh, and then we're getting into, uh, here's another liqueur, this is called Luxardo Maraschino liqueur. This is made from the cherry pits, so not the, the fruit of the cherry, but the pit itself with sugar added. And then spirits are anything that is going to be a, a low alcohol ingredient that is distilled. So you can take wine and distill it, or beer, or even apple cider and distill it. And distillation is basically boiling and capturing the vapors of alcohol that evaporate before the water vapor. So if you do half vodka and half water in a pot and boil it, the, the first volatile elements to come out would be alcohols because they boil at a lower temperature. So distillation, you can just take cider let's say that's fermented with alcohol in it and boil that and um, collect that condensation and that's how spirits are made so this is a London dry gin and gin is essentially vodka that is infused with botanical elements oftentimes juniper is a base there along with citrus black pepper uh, and a number of other botanicals so Gordon's is a classic mixing gin for cocktails and there are tons of different gins out there um, even some that are good just with you know, tonic water like Hendrix, it has such a complexity that 
It can be great in cocktails or with a very simple mixer. Uh, here is a rum, Florida Cognac, and this is a sugarcane base. So it's kind of making a beer or wine out of sugarcane, fermented and then distilled. Uh, next, this is um, a gin. So two kinds of gin. This is an old Tom gin, very old fashioned style. Often has a touch of sweetness to it, um, some oak aging, and it adds a totally different type of aromatic. It's kind of a broader, heavier weight gin compared to the London dry style. This is an apple brandy, and instead of um, distillation, this is made through cryo-extraction, which means taking apple cider and freezing it. The water freezes and the alcohol, if you ever put a bottle of vodka in the freezer, it won't freeze because the, the temperature at which alcohol freezes is much lower. So they'll take apple cider, freeze it, the ice crystals they'll remove, and the remainder is high-proof alcohol. So this is aged apple brandy, and it gets its color. All spirits start off white, and through aging in oak barrels, usually it gains this color, um, just like the uh, Ransom Old Tom Gin or uh, rum. They gain their color through aging, or if it's allowed, through a little dash of caramel coloring. That can add some, some depth of color. So we have these ingredients. Uh, another one I'll mention is bitters. Bitters is a spirit, usually a spirit base, that um, we might think of bitters and tinctures as sort of similar. Let's say you take black pepper and you crack a whole bunch of black pepper, and if you know Everclear, it's a very high-proof alcohol, it's very strong. You put um, that Everclear with that black pepper, that alcohol acts as a solvent and will pull all the essential oils out of the black pepper and you'll make what's called a tincture. That's a single ingredient, high proof extract. And if you mix a bunch of different tinctures together, that can make what's called bitters. And so this is called Boker's bitters. It's a modern day recreation of a historic style of bitters. Um, I'll add another one, I'll grab that. It's maybe more common called Angostura bitters. It has that yellow capsule that you'll see at almost every bar. And so bitters are gonna be a, a top secret blend of many different spices and herbs and bittering elements. Usually just a few dashes are added, just like a really hot like ghost pepper sauce. You might only add a couple dashes to your sauce to bring that heat. Bitters is a very concentrated, um, intense ingredient that adds um, a nice spice to a cocktail. So if we're thinking about cooking, the base, it's like when we're making a sauce, the base of our sauce is the sauce itself, the gin, let's say. We might add, if we're doing a sour, um, some components of sweet and sour to add um, that body to the cocktail and we might do a little spice of a couple dashes of bitters and then a final ingredient is a garnish and that can serve kind of a dual purpose it can add an aromatic element so when we make a mojito today we'll use a mint sprig to add some aromatic intensity we can do a lime or a lemon peel spritzed on top of a drink for some aromatic lift or it can just be a, a visual garnish something that looks pretty that we're not going to eat or smell um, so that is kind of the overview of the components of the drinks. Um, another very important component of all cocktails is water. And water comes in a few different forms. Uh, we're gonna add, let's say, soda water or even tonic water, or even Coca-Cola is essentially a, a, a sweet uh, sparkling water, right, the flavor. Um, so that will be added to a lot of drinks, but ice itself is water in a solid state. And a final cocktail, whether it be a martini or a margarita or anything, it's gonna be usually a third, a quarter, like 25% to 33% water in the finished drink. And that's very important because it 
lengthens the drink, it brings it to a pleasing alcoholic strength and um, is kind of an essential component of all cocktails. And there are very few drinks that don't have water added to them, namely neat spirits or what's called scaffa, which is an old pirate drink that you just kind of mix rum and um, spices together because they didn't have either clean water or ice on a pirate ship. So <laughs> we're not making scaffas today. Uh, yeah. uh, any questions so far? Cool. Good. So I've never, I've never seen gin that's not clear. Yeah. So, so is that, a, that actually eight? Like that's H to note or something like that? Would you say? Or? Yeah, yeah. This is uh, a company that came about, you know, about ten years ago, and they are recreating this old Tom style, which was very popular in the nineteenth century. Is that old Tom? Um, old Tom. It was okay. popular in colonial America. Before that, there's a style called Yenever, which comes from Holland, and that also has some color to it from that aging. And it has some juniper element to it, but it tastes a lot like grains, almost like um, oatmeal. Um, so that comes, if you ever go to Holland, they love their Yenever. So, so if, if you ask for this type of gin, you're really a, at this really special group, right? Yeah, yeah usually a bar specialty stuff. spirits, you're yeah. showing off. <laughs> and we could have a whole class on gin, but um, London Dry is the most kind of common style that you'll see. Tanqueray, Bombay Sapphire are all London dry gins. This Old Tom Gin, the Naver, which I mentioned, and then there's a style called New Western Gin, which is like Hendrix or a lot of the local gins that we'll have. Uh, and these are gins that might have some juniper, but have all these other ingredients like saffron or cucumber, um, any kind of thing that you go to the grocery store and buy, they'll put in there, call it a gin because it's botanicals, basically herbs and spices of any assortment. And so it's kind of a modern type of gin. Uh, I really enjoy gin, but at its core, it's a, it's a flavored vodka. Nothing against flavored vodka, but you know, it's, it's a far cry from cotton candy or uh, red velvet vodka. Um, gin is a very fine spirit because of the quality and caliber of ingredients that go into most gins, and they make delicious cocktails. Um, kind of roughly a third of classic cocktails are gin-based. Um, maybe another third would be whiskey-based, and the remainder would be any mix of rum, brandy, uh, tequila, agave spirits, mezcal. Um, so there might be upwards of 30 recipes that I could share with you that would cover the gambit of classic recipes. But really, the six that we'll focus on today will kind of open the doors to those other drinks. And they essentially become variations of one another. So if you know a margarita, that is a tequila base with lime juice and orange liqueur, which we call triple sec. You switch that up just a little bit, and you could have a cognac base with lemon juice and triple sec, that's called a sidecar. Um, and if you do rum with lime juice and sugar syrup, that's a daiquiri. So these are all kind of formulaic in a way, and getting this nice balance and um, knowing how much of each ingredient to include is going to um, kind of put those links together. A bit about the tools that you have. These are for you to take home, and the paper bag is for you to um, kind of carry, carry the tools. Um, I'm not sure if you're going to dinner or you have other activities today, but um, the carry bag should help with that. And so the tools that you have, um, I'm going to use Jeff's station um, kind of as my demo station, and we'll work together. Uh, but and, this, uh, yeah. Jeff and you were friends, do you know each other? Yeah, we've, yeah. we've done wine tasting together for ages, and um, he's a good friend. Um, that's kind of how the connection is made. Um, this is our mixing glass, and we'll do a few different things with this, um, but 
will assemble any shaken or stirred cocktail first in the missing glass. If we're shaking it, then we'll use this called a Boston shaker. And I'll just demonstrate this now. You can, you can join with me if you want. Be careful not to drop it. Um, but this is not going to go on totally vertically. It's going to go on at an angle so that you have a straight line here. And then you'll just give it a nice tap. And that'll seal, that'll seal this. I would hold your hand just in case it falls out. <laughs> and, and so you'll seal that. And then the grip that we want to use is your thumb on the back side. And then two fingers here and two fingers here. And then you'll, you'll kind of create a seat belt with that on this side where your thumb is on, on the back, then your pinky and your fingers are all spread out. And then the shaking movement, you gotta get in your stance, so we'll stand when it's time to shake. You gotta get in your nice like grounded stance. It's basically back and forth like this from the elbows. Not the shoulders or anything like that, it's just the elbows. And I actually go down and up, so it's kind of a V shape like that. And shake for a good solid 10 seconds. So like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And then you'll you'll hit hit it against your hand and this will come loose to break the seal. And then from here we'll strain. So that's with this is called Hawthorne strainer. And the Hawthorne strainer goes on top and then these little prongs kind of sit on it and you kind of have to push it forward or else that strainer will fall in. So you have to push it forward so it seats with those prongs. And then with your other hand, you'll, you'll strain it through there. So we'll go through all of this in detail when, when it's time. This is wildly cool. Uh, the most difficult cocktail making technique is stirring to do it properly, and that might sound counterintuitive. But you can just grab your mixing glass, and I stir with my left hand usually, but is anyone left-handed in here? Two? Okay. So I'll do it both ways. So you're going to put it between these two fingers and grab it like this. And the action that we're looking for is keeping the, the bowl of the spoon in contact with the glass the whole time. You wanna try that, Jeff? So the action of the direction your spoon is going is like you're opening a door or something like this. And it is a very tricky technique that I will do with each of you. So you're gonna, yeah, grab here and try to just keep that against. So the spoon is actually going to rotate in your fingers. So you're going to have to. I feel like I'm trying to get in the flow and then I get caught here. That's why, as, as is, I feel like in the flow it goes off. Like if I don't know I'm in the flow, I'm in the flow. But if I know I'm in the flow, I'm in the flow. It's very exciting. And I've got to be some kind of metaphor. This is wild. Now, is it because you don't want to hear it? Or what's the goal? The goal of doing it like this is so that you can be a really fancy guest at the next concert party you go to and like show off your technique. But the difference between shaking and stirring, you can pause for just a moment, is that shaking is a very aggressive motion. It's going to dilute a drink more because of all the energy you're putting in the shaking. They'll also add in air, so it's aerating this cocktail, it's bringing those air bubbles into it, and it chills the drink down 
very quickly. Stirring is more gentle. And for drinks that are all spirits, like Manhattan or a martini, it prevents the air from getting in the cocktail. And that preserves a silky, smooth, round mouthfeel, which is ideal for all spirits drinks. If you have something like citrus juice, pineapple juice, cream, or egg, shaking is great because it gets air into that, creates this froth that's really nice. Um, so the difference in technique um, is just kind of with that end result in mind. And that's, go ahead. James Bond, like his shake it and that stir. Yeah, so he, he liked a cocktail that was really cold, had air bubbles in it, and was a little bit more, more diluted. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, it makes that handsome shaking ch -ch 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 yeah. sound, yeah. which uh, I like the connection you're making. Yeah. yeah. Totally. So those are the the two techniques that comprise a lot of cocktails that are served up. But let's say that we have a cocktail that's going to be served in its own glass, like a rum and coke. You're going to do rum, coke, ice. That's a built cocktail. So when it's being made in its final serving glass, that's called building. We'll do a couple cocktails like that. And um, yeah, that's kind of the three main techniques. Um, there is this funny looking tool. Yeah, question? Why don't we stir it the normal way? <laughs> so the, the reason is that you're going to not just have liquid in here, but it's going to be full of ice. And that ice is hard for your spoon to get through. So this stirring technique, it makes a little bit more sense. And if, if you're ever using an ice bin, and we're gonna have to figure out how to do this with the groove. But you're moving the ice as a single unit. So you see how it's, it's not actually... Now it makes so much sense. Yeah, so it makes more sense with this in it. And so I'm actually going to wait to add any ice until all of my ingredients are in there. You might see bartenders sometimes do the ice first and then do the cocktail on top of it. But it's kind of like um, if you were to make cookies at, at home and you're, you, <laughs> you usually make the cookie dough before you put it in the oven. But imagine putting, like, turning the oven on and assembling the cookie dough in the oven. It's going to start cooking like, while you're assembling it and end up uneven. So we do the liquid ingredients all together first so that the dilution happens when we want it to and not at an uneven rate. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Right? Hey. We have this funny looking thing. This is a muddler and it has two ends. One is your handle and you can remember which end it is because this flat one is the smasher. So the, the part with the flat end is for smashing. And you want to put it really in your hand. So instead of in your fingers, you're using kind of the heel of your hand your fingers wrapped around, and I'm going to actually put my weight into the muddling action. And the muddling happens in our mixing glass. Another thing that some bartenders do is they do the ice, and then they'll cover this and go with ice and stuff in it, and that's a great way of like shredding whatever ingredient you have. Not what we're going to do here. What we're doing is expressing juices or expressing aromatic elements. So if you do some mint, Really, all you have to do for mint is just tap, 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 and it breaks those plant cell walls and the aromatics, they release. Uh, for If we're muddling citrus, we want to get that juice out and we want to extract oils from the skin. So when we make a caipirinha, we're going to use a whole lime and muddle it so that uh, it gets both the juice and the oils from the skin out and 
into the drink, and then we'll go from there. There's a lot that we're covering, which is why I'm recording it, and we'll have all these references. Um, you do have a cutting board and a paring knife here, and this is for garnish preparation. We want nice, pretty, clean garnishes. And I'm gonna show you the safe way of using a knife. And we're all adults here, and we've used knives our whole lives, but you may have not used a knife like a chef before. So um, what I'm gonna do is do this so that you can see, but basically when you're cutting, you wanna turn your hand sideways so that your fingernails are kind of facing out. And whatever you're cutting, if, if it gets closer to your fingers, it's just gonna get your fingernail. The opposite way, which I did when I was younger, was cutting like this, and then boom, you cut your thumb, and you gotta get stitches. So I'm trying to help you not go through the experience I had. So just turn your hand a little bit more. So instead of cutting like this with your thumb sticking out, boom, you cut your thumb off, you just turn it so that you've got this protection. And always cut with a nice, stable surface. And don't be like looking at somebody to be like make eye contact and cut at the same time. Like this is one of those things where if you're pouring a liquid or you're using a knife, you have to look at what you're doing or else like I have had experiences with like pouring a cocktail and looking over here and I'm just pouring on the floor. So um, that is our little bit of our, I think we, oh, the jigger. So this jigger is a measuring cup that you can use, you know, for cooking and things at home. And of course we're cooking with liquids today and the purpose of using a jigger is so that each time you make a cocktail, you can know how much you're putting into it and if you want it to be sweeter the next time, you can keep track of where things are at. And in uh, American bartending, we use ounces. In European bartending, it would be milliliters, but, um, or Japanese bartending uses milliliters, but we'll use ounces today and a few standard measurements that you would want to keep in mind is uh, liqueurs are usually going to be used in cocktails in either a quarter ounce or a half an ounce. So if you look in the jigger on the right side towards the bottom, there's that quarter ounce and it's really um, the same size as half a tablespoon, which I think is a teaspoon. Is it a teaspoon? Half a tablespoon? A third. A third, okay. So a quarter ounce is going to be what we're going to use for something like this maraschino liqueur, which has a very powerful flavor. For bitters, we're gonna use even less than that, just a few dashes. It's really gonna be like a 16th of an ounce, um, so a quarter of a quarter ounce. Other liqueurs like this rose will do half an ounce. Um, like our rich sugar syrups will do anywhere from half an ounce to three quarters of an ounce, which is indicated there, three quarters. And then citrus, we'll usually use three quarters of an ounce for most of our recipes. And then for spirits, um, a standard shot is gonna be an ounce and a half, which is shown here. Sometimes it'll be two ounces, but for most of our recipes today, um, we'll just use that ounce and a half mark. And that will kind of be what we need. If I am, I don't use this type of jigger here at the bar, I use one that's got two sides on it that I can flip over. Um, but I have used this one for a number of years and I really like it because let's say I have a recipe that calls for a quarter ounce, a quarter ounce, a half ounce, and then an ounce. I can build pretty much the whole cocktail in this cup before adding it to my mixing glass. So I'll do a quarter ounce and then the next quarter ounce up to the half ounce, the next half ounce up to the one ounce mark, and then maybe a one ounce uh, up to the two and I can eyeball the next half ounce. So I just went through that pretty fast, but I can make 
pretty much most of a cocktail in this and then go in there. Good question. What's a shot? How big is it? Ounce and a half. Ounce and a half. So if we're using that measurement, uh, a standard bottle, I think this might be a liter, um, but most standard bottles, what we call a fifth, is roughly a uh, 750, 750 milliliter bottle. It's the same size of a wine bottle. A lot of, I think this is a liter, I don't see where the indication is. But um, liter bottles are, are pretty common as well. Um, so an ounce in it, or a 750 is gonna have roughly 17 shots in it and a one liter is gonna have a little over 20. So, uh, something like this, that we only use like a quarter or a half ounce for, you might have one bottle on your shelf at home for years, so I recommend getting a half bottle uh, if you're gonna build a home bar. Uh, but, you know, I know Jeff, you probably have some ingredients at home, and um, I wouldn't be surprised if you had ever gone through a whole one of these. We have this. Oh, you have? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm a big fan of Well, you do cocktail parties too, so. Um, so we're going to get into making some drinks, but we're going to do it not with spirits right away because we have enough spirits so that everybody can make one cocktail, but we need to practice first. Yeah. So that's why we have these bottles of water. Um, in, in my um, prior experience with practicing the cocktail competitions, I might have a cocktail that I'm going to showcase and I want to practice that cocktail 200 times. Well, I'm not going to have spend all that money on spirits. I'm going to sort of practice like air guitar uh, with water. And then that, that, that helps me get my movements down so that I can sort of mentally work through it. And then I might practice for balance with ingredients um, later on. So we might practice a few times for each drink with just water. And then when it's time, we will um, we'll use the actual spirits. And we have one kind of container or bottle of each thing. So we're just gonna pass it around the table and everyone will get a chance to show off their mixology skills, um, like a pro. And the first, um, the first cocktail that I have on your menu is gonna be an aviation. So we're gonna learn our shaking technique here. And those of you who are in the middle will probably have to assist with filling up um, other people's ice in their mixing glass when it comes time. So I will um, indicate that. Uh, but everybody should have a bottle of water at their station. So go ahead and get that and flip the top off. And read over that recipe for the aviation, and I'm going to grab the glassware. So I'll be back in just a moment. To, to handle with care. 
Yeah, gold rim, the whole shebang. And Nick and Nora, what's that from again? It's the illusion? Nick and Nora, they were uh, characters in a, I think a Hitchcock film, or a film in the 50s, 40s or 50s. Does anyone not have a glass? You all got it? Okay. So, begin by standing up. And you're in your station here. And we're going to start, this is a four ingredient cocktail. And when we're making cocktails, we're going to start with our smallest quantity and cheapest ingredient so that if we screw up somewhere, this is more important like when I'm really busy behind the bar, if I screw up, I wouldn't have wasted a whole shot of spirits, just maybe a splash of a liqueur or a juice. So take your bottle of water in one hand, probably your dominant hand. So if you're right-handed, your dominant hand. And be aware that the liquid is gonna come out quite quickly. And then take the jigger in your other hand, kind of at chest height. And you're gonna do a quarter ounce of maraschino liqueur. So that's just- That's gonna be the look when the time comes? When the time comes. So that's just the one quarter mark. And then you can pour that very carefully into your glass, uh, into your mixing glass. Great. That's maraschino. That's maraschino. Okay, next we're gonna do a three quarter ounce of lemon juice. So that's up to the three quarters mark. Yeah. In your mixing glass. What happens if you overfill it? Yeah. If you overfill it, you can just pour it back in the water. Oh, there you go. That's like being smart. Okay. There you go. <laughs> then half ounce of rose liqueur. Yeah, that, that pink one, yeah. yeah. Half ounce. Good. And then we're going to do an ounce and a half of Gordon's gin. There you go. Depends, um, often it's speed or it's a presentation, so I'll be talking and mixing at the same time. So that, uh, that would be your liquids. And there's no dilution happening yet because there's no ice. Um, so we are in good shape to start mixing theoretically. But before we do that, I'm gonna pass around this. Go ahead and put that water back in your bottle because now I'm going to upgrade your technique to true mixologist status, okay? So uh, what we're gonna do is build the whole cocktail instead of going pour, pour like this, yeah. we're gonna go pour, 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 pour like that. So you're gonna do a quarter ounce of maraschino, a half ounce of rose, and then three quarter ounce of lemon all in one jigger, pour that, and then an ounce and a half of gin. So I'll guide you through that once everyone is ready. Later on when we need to dump out stuff, that can go in these buckets right here. And from here on out, we're going to kind of be going at a bit of a quick pace. And I apologize about that in advance, but um, I want to make sure that we can get through all of our recipes today. We hear you. Another bartender trick for um, using a funnel, getting liquids back in the bottle, is sometimes if you just put this like that, it'll create a seal, which makes it slower for yeah. the liquid to get in. So you break that seal just by lifting it up a little bit, and it'll suck it right down. So that's just by lifting up so much the funnel. <laughs> it's, like, uh, it's, it's like when you're drinking from a 
and there's like another hole there, like yeah. from a coffee cup, like yeah. a hot coffee cup at Starbucks. There's that other hole on the other side. That's to create the so there's not a vacuum, and then you get coffee all over. So that one's too. So go ahead and pick up your jigger. And just look in your jigger. Don't pick up your ball yet. Just look in the jigger. You're gonna to go to the quarter mark, to the three quarter mark, and to the one and a half mark. So pick up your bottle, go to the quarter mark, and this will be with maraschino liqueur. And then pretend you're picking up the next bottle. You're gonna go up in the same jigger to the three quarter mark with rose liqueur. And then with lemon juice, you're gonna go up to the one ounce and a half mark. And then that can go in your mixing glass. And then with that water again, you will use that to do an ounce and a half, half of gin. And there we go. So I think what I would like to do now is you can either put that back in your bottle or drink it or dump it. Um, I might just drink it. You gotta get that hydration on. You can all sit down, and I am just going to go around the circle, and we're, we're going to practice a little bit of, you can have a seat. We're going to be a little bit vulnerable by being on the spot, and I know it's not everybody's favorite thing to be on the spot, but one at a time, I want to see all of you take a drink so that I can help you with your technique, and you're going to be first, because you're, you're on my left here. And what I'm going to do is pass out your garnishes, which is going to be a lemon peel. And I'm using this flat peeler just to make these. And I'm gonna pass these out and you're going to trim them. So I can usually get eight peels out of a lemon. Four, five, six, seven, eight, and we'll get a couple more, nine, So just I'm gonna borrow your glass. Go ahead and pass this around and take one peel out. And what you're gonna do, you can, you can do your garnish now, okay. is you're gonna take your knife, you're gonna put the, the outside part facing you. And the outside part you can tell because it, you can see sort of these dots on it. And the inside part is more flat. So the outside part is more textured. And you're just gonna, you're gonna cut you're gonna cut these ragged edges off. And remember what I said about when you're cutting, turn your fingers to the side and just sort of slice off just the smallest amount just so those edges are cleaned up because we really want to have a professional looking peel in our cocktail. Yeah. Oh, the top and bottom as well. And the top and bottom too. Oh, wow. oh man, this is a $20 cocktail so I'm not kidding. <laughs> yeah. Now I so, know how much more good. All straight lines, right angles. All straight lines, right angles. Now we're gonna take this garnish to another level. Okay, you're gonna. This is very delicate. You can screw it up really easily, but you're gonna go in the center of the peel, and you're gonna cut a one-inch line in the thickest part so that it creates sort of a flap and we're going to use that to stick it on the rim of the glass okay this is going to be an ultra deluxe thing so it's yeah just inside just inside yep and then i'm just going to use yours as a demo please you're going to stick it 
like that on the edge of the glass. Oh, wow. oh, that is so cool. Like I'm, I'm home with that already. So you, <laughs> you, can, you, can, you can do what's called pre-garnishing in this case. Yeah. Might have to cut it longer. And you know, if you need to cut it a little bit longer, that's fine. Uh, better, better too short than too long at first. And so in this case, if you just hold this up to your nose, it's got this beautiful lemon aromatic. We don't need to squirt the oils on the drink or anything like that. It just has that beautiful aromatic that is a visual garnish and a smell garnish at the same time. So it's multi-use. And the final cocktail, if we're looking at it as the guest, we want that garnish to be at the 1.30 mark, as if it's a clock. So if it's at 12, it's gonna be right in front of us. Six o'clock will be towards us. So manage is 1.30 p.m. on a clock face. It's, or another way to think about that is northeast on a compass. And that, if it were right in front, it would look kind of awkward. If it were right to the side, it would look kind of awkward. This angle is a nice aesthetic to have a visual balance of the drink. And also, when you pick it up, you're not going to be hitting your face with the garnish. The garnish can stay there, and you can take a sip. So that 130 mark is my standard positioning on the glass for the garnish. So please begin. All, what's your name? Keith. Keith. Yeah. Okay, Keith, thanks for being so brave to start. Absolutely. Go ahead and... Build your cocktail first, uh, and I'm going to... water. No. <laughs> the real stuff. So you can, you can pour and pour okay. between each just so that there's less margin for error. So do 0.25, so a quarter ounce of that maraschino. Okay. That's that. That's that. Right here. Perfect. Now, Violette is a classic floral liqueur that is quite widely known for aviation, but I wanted to bring something new that you've probably never seen before, and maybe you've not seen before, Jeff, Rose Liqueur. It's gonna offer that same lovely floral aromatic to half an ounce. This is the half. That's the half. I've already practiced with the one. Oh, half. Half, yeah, Yeah. it comes up pretty quick. All right. And then, I think in the the interest of time, once you're done, we can start passing the other ingredients yeah. around, okay. but I want everyone to watch okay. Keith do it first. Okay. And then put the top back on when you're done, just, just for safety. Okay, here's the lemon. I'm gonna just get sort of this mixed up. Okay, so do this was three quarters. Three quarters, perfect. Okay. Yep. Now, if you wanna be a really fancy bartender when you open a bottle, we want the label facing the guests the whole time. So what you do is you kind of wind up and then open it like that so that the label's facing you the whole time. Instead instead of like, it's like boom, and then. That's a training. Yeah, so that's an ounce and a half. Okay. Okay, good. And that's it. And that's it. So now you could awkwardly try to scoop the ice from here, but what's your name? Sadie. Sadie's gonna help. How much? Keep going, yeah, put in. That's, that's fine. All right, take this in your left hand. Put that on top, and it has this, yep, and then just give it a spank on the end. Yep, good. Now, turn it over. Okay. So, Good, good, good. And then over your shoulder. Harder. Take it harder. Hold on to it. 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 Hold
Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Good, okay. So you know it's working when this starts to frost up. You see that condensation that's happening? And that condensation is kind of a good sign that you're at a good place to, um, to stop shaking. So usually 10 full seconds is good. Okay. You can give a little, a little. And the place where you hit it okay, is, here's where it connects. Here's the opposite side. It's in between. So it's, it's on that side shoulder. And then it'll kind of, it'll kind of click. Okay. Okay, now it comes the hard part, right. which is made easier, here's a trick, if you pour it in the glass. Okay. Because the opening is smaller on the glass, okay. your Hawthorne strainer could fall in the tin, but it's not going to fall in the glass. And it looks cool too, right? And it looks cool too. You've got your finger on top as a guard. Yeah. Do you now, use this also? Yes, you do. For any shaken cocktail. And then you're done over the Over the top of the glass. And don't be shy. Go for it. Oh, because it's, it's measured. It's measured. Boom. And then that can go on up here. And then that can go there. Awesome. And now you can take a taste. Cheers. Fantastic. Wait, it was at 130. Let me be the judge. It's very good. So you have this nice kind of half inch of headspace, which is important if I'm Curing a cocktail, it's going to have some movement, you know, some like yeah. movement. If it's all the way to the full, it'll it'll spill. So that's that a proper really fill level. So we're going to start just by passing around. We're going to do a quarter ounce. You're welcome to uh, to drink that, but we have a full day ahead of us, so uh, you can sip on it though. Uh, and uh, yeah, the quarter ounce. So quarter ounce, and then. I'll pass you, this is going to be three quarters of an ounce of lemon. Yeah? You're doing good. Remind me, are we, we're going to do a half of rosé. Is it roasting? Yeah, I'll do, yeah, we'll do that next. Now, a traditional aviation is going to have a little bit darker color from that creme de violette, um, but it'll have this nice floral it's aroma other way. Right? Yeah, the violette kind of gives it a, um, a color almost like sky blue. I really like this thing. It's just cute. Yeah, isn't that cute? I like the color pink too, so I was like, hey, there's not too many pink ingredients that can go in half. Half of it? Half ounce of that. Yeah. Good job, Keith. Thanks oh, for, wonderful. for being a, a yeah, brave. I, I realize the shaking is actually, I've only done this. Yeah. Not the, not that's an ounce and a half. I'm collecting all the caps, Keith. That's fine. Then once all your ingredients are measured, if you can do so without breaking anything, Put ice in your mixing glass and shake it and strain it and do the whole thing. And I'll just kind of keep my eyes out. I really want to go to a cocktail competition now. Oh yeah, really you should. Do they yep. do them here? Yep, yeah. all the time. Do they need tasters? I would say I will definitely. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. The good <laughs> competitions usually have really like samples. <laughs> so, do, uh, do they want to talk about Tom Cruise? Oh yeah, he's our idol for sure. Yep, yep, so turn it over. With your right hand. Mm -hmm. Do, and the left hand. Yeah, well, you'll just do it my way today. Okay. Like Two fingers there, yeah, and then kind of, yeah, yeah. oh, and then over your shoulder. Okay. Like that. 
Yeah, just just keep back and forth. Harder. Yeah. Really give it some, some gusto. Take it out so here's what we'll do. I'll, I'll show you. So the connecting part is where your thumb goes. And then your fingers go. And then this. And then smack it. Smack it. Against your hand. Against yeah. it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So you're using the weight of it. And then. And then, yeah. Boom. Just like that. So smack the glass against your hand. Yeah, don't move your hand. But you want to do it at the at against the metal and the glass part. Where the glass and the metal touch against your palm. The metal and the glass. Right here? So, so. Yeah. Oh, oh uh, here. Try rotating, like try rotating, rotating a little bit. Yeah, but halfway. There we go. Yeah. And then pour it back in the glass. Oh, you got to double strain it. Oh, oh my god. It's not too late. You can, you can still recover. Double strain. And yeah, really pour it at a steep angle. There you go. I was focused on that. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Oh, man. So good. It looks like he did it with just water. Is that right? You did it with just water? All right. I need some help. You haven't shaken it yet? No. The metal part's down the Okay, so you'll copy me. Your thumb, your thumb goes where they meet. Yeah. And then your fingers wrap around. Okay. And then your other hand. Yeah, Jeff. Look at that. Pro status. Okay, Ellen, hold up your drink. Oh, it looks like your measurement was a little off. Yeah. Well, it could be that his dilution was more. Oh, I see. Does that make sense? And he spilled a little bit. That's fine. No sweat. Huh? No, no, no. She's Yeah. Ready? Photo up. Wait your hands. Yeah, there we go. There you go. Yeah, so pour that in the glass. Yeah, put the Hawthorne strainer over the top. Okay, good, good, yes. Get your double strainer. Get your, your fine mesh strainer. Oh, I forgot to Hold it over the glass. And then without hesitating, just pour it. Just pour it like kaboom. Yeah. Nice. No hesitation. Just like. Nice. I think it stopped at the right time. <laughs> yeah. No, you're perfect. Good. Does everyone have their cocktail? Cheers, everybody. Good. Cheers. 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 Okay. To your first. Oh, wait, wait, wait. You gotta hold it there. And oh, yeah. 
Awesome. Good job, everybody. Wow. Okay, you may have a seat. Recover, collect yourselves, and we're gonna move on here to. Uh, I'm gonna do a mojito next because I'm just feeling feeling a mojito kind of mood. So I'm gonna grab the glassware. Be right back. We have learned a lot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's a good idea. I feel like I have a lot of homework. <laughs> Tonight I'm going to send it home. Well, the one thing would be how to, open, how to break oh, this. Oh, yeah. Right? I, that, I, that I one. It's interesting how plaster makes a difference, right? How it, it holds it and then what the smells yeah. are. It's all related to the size of the plaster. It doesn't feel as dainty if you just put it in the same plaster. Yeah. I bet you there's a whole art for glassware. I mean, there are people that their whole life is figuring out glassware. Yeah. I was about to ask, how did he know that these are the right measurements for this glass? <laughs> There is an old Magic. Oh, now he has a mojito. Okay, take, pass this down. And do mojito next. One of the most favorite cocktails in my Yeah, this is one I've always wanted to learn. So this is just beautiful. Yeah. Okay. Is anyone, anyone having fun yet? Oh, yeah. yeah. All of us? Yeah? Learning. Doing good? Okay. Whew. That was exciting. Okay, we're going to do another practice with water. If you want to stay seated and that's more comfortable, that's fine. Because I feel excited from that uh, aviation. Yeah. Uh, if you want to stand, that's totally cool too. We're going to do, first, some imaginary mint. And we're going to build this cocktail right in its own glass. Yeah, we're standing up. Okay, good. So get your muddler out. Boom, boom. Okay, you've picked some mint leaves in that glass. And you're going to muddle with the glass on the table, because oh, yeah. you need a solid surface. And it's just gonna be tap, 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 tap. I love it. It's great. It's music. We could be having a percussion class here. Okay, then your, your muddler can come out. Now with your water, you're gonna add some liquid ingredients. Okay, so half an ounce of rich, simple syrup. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. And then three quarters of an ounce of lime juice. Lime juice, okay. Good. Sour. And then do an ounce and a half of rum. 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 It's called as vitamin R in Havana. Is that right? Okay, so once all your liquid ingredients are done, put your bottle down, get your bar spoon out. And just use your bar spoon to kind of make everything sort of mixed together in your glass. Like and, a normal spoon. And when you're doing that, hold the, hold the glass on the base so that it doesn't get knocked over. It's like if you've ever been in a canoe, you always want to have three points of contact on the canoe. Two feet and one arm, or two arms and one foot. Same thing with making a drink. Have like a hand, one hand on the base so it don't get knocked over. Okay, so that, that's good. Okay. That's just a quick little thing. Then do an ounce and a half of soda water, bloop, splashed on top. Imaginary soda water. Cool. Ounce and a half. Ounce and a half. Okay, so you kind of mix the ingredients in the soda yep. water after. Got it. So you see where this you see where this is now. It's slightly above halfway. Yeah. 
Okay? So if you're making a rum and coke, you could do your ounce and a half of rum and then coke here, and then we do the ice at the end. Yeah. Instead of ice and then rum and coke. Yes. <laughs> Craziness. So, so then we're going to do our ice, and I think since we're going to have this liberated, you could, we're not going to do it quite yet, but you could use your scoop. I don't know. I'm trying to figure, figure out the least weird way to do it. But yeah, just get your scoop and imaginary ice, and then just fill, fill that puppy up with ice. So, um, so, so we're not doing the ice with the water yet. We're just imagining. Yeah, but that's fine. Oh, okay, that's right. It's imaginary at this point. You'll, you'll fill it up with ice until it's kind of got just a small headspace. Like we have at the aviation, there's that little headspace. Yeah. You want the headspace on all the drinks so that it's not all the way at the top. And, the, and then the final thing is just to bring the mint leaves it's imaginary at this point, but you want to distribute the mint leaves in the drink so it looks pretty. And they're not just smushed at the bottom like a, like yeah. a paste. Yeah. Uh, and then we'll do a little mint sprig as, as the topper. Right. So you can either drink or dump that water. And, and we will move on to actual cocktail making. Okay. And what I want you to do is pass this around and grab like four, let's see, I'm just gonna keep it in the bag, I think. But just grab four like strands of mint without tearing any leaves off. Just take whole four sprigs out of there. Like that, four of those? Yeah. Okay. Oh, we're, we're doing all the mint today. I don't wanna have any mint left over because we're gonna have really minty mojitos. Uh, I love mint. Isn't that so good? It's like a light force. Okay, so those of you who have your mint, right. separate one of your sprigs. Just one. Just one that has a really nice top on it. And that's oh, gonna be your garnish yeah. top. Oh, I see. Separate that one, put it just that on, on the side a little bit. That's my garnish. That's your garnish top. Okay, good. The others strip all of the mint leaves off, and I'll show you a really quick way to do that. Is you you grab the top of the thing and you just go whoop, and then just stick those in there, and do that with all of your all your mint leaves, except for your garnish. Don't mess up your garnish. Just go whoop, yeah. So it takes a so do I do the whole leaf or do do all the leaves? We're we're doing a super minty mojito. This is probably more than I would do normally. Um, because I would run out of mint behind the bar pretty quickly. Yeah, you um, probably have to watch your, your supply, right? Your yeah, I, I would normally do... So you have pop and the mojitos are... Oh, man. Well, there's a, there's a thing called the mojito effect that happens at a restaurant or a bar where as soon as one mojito goes out into the dining room and somebody sees it, then it's like, oh, everybody wants mojitos. So we try to not serve too many mojitos. Oh, the uh, mojito, that's so The mojito effect, yeah. Like, or it's really like, refreshing. it looks super refreshing. Or it's like the birthday, or like the dessert with all the candles on it. Yeah. Like, oh, I want that thing. You know, the on fire dessert or whatever, so. Okay. So, is anyone not ready? Jeff, I know you're still working on it. Okay, what we're gonna do, I'm gonna start passing around the sugar syrup. Should we start muddle first? first? What we're gonna do okay. is we're gonna muddle with a little bit of liquid oh, in that's there. So, smart. so we're gonna muddle, catch me on this, with 
the sugar and the lime juice in there, and that'll that'll kind of the, that liquid will trap those oils. You are just so smart. I know. So so what do you want to Half an ounce of sugar syrup, and then three quarters of an ounce of lime juice, which I've got ready to go. That's right. So I should pass this on. Yeah, yeah. So do you all work directly together? Yes. Yeah. 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 Same wow. Home. You all get along okay? <laughs> when drinks are involved. Oh, when drinks are involved. <laughs> and how much of this was? Three quarters. Half and three quarters. Half and three quarters. Three quarters. So let's say I wanted to make a mojito without the booze. I would just do an ounce of sugar syrup and an ounce and a half of lime juice and a little bit more soda. And boom, you got what's called a virgin mojito. Uh, so most of these cocktails, you can sort of figure out a way to substitute. I like to substitute soda water usually instead of spirit, and then use basically the same recipe. Um, I would have to make sort of like a rose-infused syrup if I wanted to do the aviation, or a violet-infused syrup, but it can be done. So then, when you're muddling, hold it by hold the glass steady by the base, and just kind of yeah, squish squish it down, and. Yeah, just four, four or five or six little and that's things, plenty? and that's that's enough. Okay. And then you can do your ounce and a half of rum. So I'm gonna pass that around. Here's the rum. Okay. Ounce and a half, right in your glass. Okay. We're building this cocktail. Oh, ounce and a half. And then an ounce and a half of soda. Ah! I'm having more soda. I'm surprised it's just an ounce and a half. For some reason, it seems like That's an ounce and a half of soda. And if I remember right, then it's ice after that. Well, now you're just going to stir that up a little bit I'm with your bar spoon. Just to incorporate it. Yeah. Make sure to hold your glass steady. Because these tall glasses, they can get knocked over real easy. How often do you break a glass? Every night. I usually break one. Not on purpose. <laughs> Good. Now, a lot of mojitos would call for a white rum, like Bacardi, which can make a really tasty mojito. But I like using an H rum in a mojito. I think it brings a more intense flavor. So once you've got your rum in there and it's stirred up, let's, let's wait until everybody's on the same okay, page. Absolutely, that would be good just so that we're all together. So it's an ounce and a half of rum, then an ounce and a half of the soda water, yep. This will be so cool. Yeah, you can do these at home. Have cocktail parties. I think the mojitos are my top three favorite drinks to enjoy for myself. So what you can do is make a mojito with gin instead of rum, and that's called a South Side. Or vodka, you can do a vodka South Side as well. It's kind of like a gimlet. See, these cocktails are all kind of connected. Cool. So it looks like we're all poured in. 
So we're gonna do the ice in two stages. And let's have the people in the middle take your ice scoops and go first. Do half a scoop of ice in your glass. Yep. And just kind of pour, pour it in. And stir that with your spoon. More? That's fine. Stir that with your spoon and just try to get everything incorporated. And then once you stir it a little bit, then you can top it up with ice the rest of the way. When you say get everything incorporated, is this where we're? Yeah, you're just kind of getting, getting, the, you're getting the mint kind of towards the top. Yeah, and you want to have ice all the way to the top. All the way to the top? Yeah. With Cool. Now the rest of you can uh, jump in there. I know it's going to get a little bit crowded. And then if you have a little bit of headspace left, then you can pop that with soda. Yeah. Go ahead and stir it up a little bit. The reason that you're doing the two stirring is that it's quite hard to stir when the drink is totally full. So you do the stirring when it's not all the way full. And then just put it in. Yeah, and then wait, 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 wait. We'll garnish all together. There's a special, very special way to do it. Should I get a prettier garnish? No, that's a gorgeous garnish. I get that at least like a five out of ten. Okay, I want to show you how to garnish. Okay. What you're going to do is you want to wake up this mint a little bit. Okay. So you'll, you're going to smack it against the, against the glass. And okay, it's going to actually perk up. The mint is going to come alive a little bit. And then you just stick it. You actually you want to snap off so that it just has sort of that length. And then stick it. Right there, and then boom, mojito. Yeah, get, get more mint, please. Get it. Oh, it so good. Thank you. Is it good? That's pretty. Cheers. Cheers. Can I have like 20 of those, please? <laughs> okay, 10 out of 10. Taste 10 out of 10. Thank you. Garnish I like that. Is, is quite a pleasure. It's good. Good job. Cheers, team. Cheers. Cheers, team. Yeah, it's very good. It's refreshing. All right. You may take a seat, sip on your cocktail. I'm going to get the next uh, ingredients. There is so much for having I really appreciate the hand and recording. Yeah. He has a spec ready for this. No, but it's nice because you've got this, and then when you go to read some, you think, oh, I remember. Yeah. Right? But things like hitting the mouth so it wakes up, and so that stuff is just like tribal knowledge, right? Wow. Like my summer coffee. Yeah. This, we'll have to do another three after class. Yeah. <laughs> this one is really one I've seen. No, it's such a classic, fun one. Yeah. You know, Sweet, that, refreshing, great for mornings. Yeah. Great for mornings. Great for work. A little brunch. <laughs> that's, that's what I meant. Not nice. 
Pass that down, please. Okay, yeah. Pass that down. Um, I'm going to do a Kuiperinia next. Oh, is, that, that's is there a name for this glassware that we're handing out there? Yeah, this is just a fancy version of a rocks glass. Rocks glass. Yeah, one more. One more. Perfect. We'll wait for the uh, others to return. The restrooms are just up here. Yeah. And the first thing that you're going to need is your lime. So everyone should have a whole lime yeah. and your cutting board and your knife. Yeah. You can begin by very carefully, with proper technique, cutting your lime in half, um, sort of uh, this way. Like, here's the two poles, cut it in half this way, and then the or opposite way, so it's quarters. Oh, and you want both? You want half and then half. half and then half again. Do not cut yourself. Yes. I didn't have anybody sign away with today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there you go. Look at that technique, Keith. <laughs> Good. Got my nails in action there. Got your nails. Jeff is on point. Good. Wow. Okay. Now take that half and do it one more time. Okay. So that you have eight equal size pieces. Yeah. There you go. Okay. You have your mixing glass ready? Mixing glass. Mixing glass. Mixing glass. Okay. Before you put, don't put the lime in yet. But I am going to pass around this sugar. And you're going to do two scoops of sugar in this drink, okay? Okay. <laughs> hey, what kind of drink is this? It's called a caipirinha. This is a, a from Brazil. So this, so two of these. Two of those. There we go. And you know how many of those spoons are in a can of Coca Cola? Like ten. So I'd rather have a pepperoni. Yeah. Yeah, it's really surprising. For sure. Okay. Y'all can catch him up. Your neighbors will help you out to figure out where we are. So now I'm just going to give you a preview of what's coming next. We're gonna we're just gonna go full full craziness here and do your whole lime in there. So you're gonna put both all eight pieces of lime in this mixing glass. Drop them in. Drop them in and get that muddler out. Oh. So do you remember what side the muddler smushes oh. with? Yeah, the smoosher side. Flat side. Yeah. So you're gonna, you want it really in your hand with your fingers wrapped around. You're gonna want a very solid hold on the table so it doesn't get knocked over and put your shoulder weight into it and you're trying to not, you're gonna to wanna to lean into it. So, yeah, you're trying to extract the juices and the oils. So it's, you're really just, try to get that muddler to the bottom of your mixing glass and put your weight into it, like lean into it, yeah. See, 
I'm going to make Keith my teacher's pet here. He's doing a great job with his muddling. You see how it's like really totally smushed? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's below the surface of the oh, So oh, imagine geez. you're trying to muddle like the, the table itself. Yeah, really get all it is, and you're extracting the oils from the skins of those limes. Oh, that's so You're getting the sugar dissolved, so the juice is extracted from there as well. And you're not doing it in the final glass, you're doing it in your mixing glass. Yeah. So, putting more weight into this dish. You want to get all the juice out of it. What happens if you muddle? You can break those glasses if you muddle. These are tempered, these are thick glass. There you go. It came that way. <laughs> it might be because I weighed six okay. pounds more. Once you've done your modeling and you're satisfied with that, do an ounce and a half of cachaça. Okay, so this is cachaça. I am. I am happy with that. That looks so great. Good. I am. I am stoked. Ten out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> an ounce and a half. And what is this now? So that is a sugarcane rum. Okay. Is it kashaka? Kashasa. Kashasa. Where did you buy it? This uh, first came from Bevmo. That's just a watch really cool. Yeah, so Novo, Novo Fogo is a, a really tasty brand of kashasa. And that's sugarcane. The one you get at UFC and stuff is different. Yeah. I don't remember the With the shrimp on it? <coughs> yeah. That's called P2, and it tastes a little bit like uh, rubbing alcohol. Mm. Yes. Okay, I've got a question. Yes, Jeff. Say you've got friends over. You want to make four of these. You don't want to sit there and make four drinks in sequence. Yeah. Is there a way to make four of them at once uh, without compromising the quality? Yeah, so I think what I would do if it were me is usually for one drink, I would do half of the lime instead of a whole lime. But we're, we're doing the whole lime. So you could do half a lime with one scoop of sugar. We're doing kind of a, a super duper version here. Um, so I, I, would, I would do two mixing glasses and two limes total. And then you can do two shots of cachaça and it'll turn. And what about the sugar? So do you have two spoons of sugar? I think one drink, you can do half a lime and one scoop of sugar. Okay. Uh, but we're doing, we're doing kind of yeah. double just because I want to. Yeah, just with the art of it, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so once you've got your cachaça, you're gonna put ice in here, not all the way up to the top, but like until it's kind of three, three quarters, ounce and a half. Three quarters full of ice. Yeah, yeah, that, that's great. And then you're gonna shake it, and you're not gonna strain it, you're gonna dump it into the final glass. You're not straining, are you straining with this? No straining at all no straining with this drink. You're gonna shake it in that mixing glass. Flip it over. Yeah, 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 good. Yeah, turn it over. Okay, real quick pause. There's a reason that I shake with the glass on top is if 
if this comes apart, the drink will go in the bigger container and it's less likely to spill. If this comes apart here, it's more likely to yeah. spill. And you shake it. Shake it hard. You want to try to dissolve all that sugar. Okay, pause. Keith, I'm going to take yours. Keith, you did a great job. So now, check this out, everybody. Check this out. You, you did the shake. Now it just goes boom, right in there. And you can top with a little bit more ice if you want. But that's the drink goes right into the glass. And then pepper in the sit for your shake with the soda water. No soda water in this drink. No soda water. That is a very good drink. <laughs> you made it. I'm proud of yourself. Wow. Yep. Looks good, Jeff. Looks good. Yeah, never made one all day. So let me show you how to do that. Here, I'll show you how to do it. So what you want to do is use the weight of this against your hand. So this is what moves. And you want to hit it kind of at this open part. And I think I was hitting at this part. So you're, 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 you're slapping it with your yeah. hand. You want to slap your hand with it. So keep this hand and you know, boom, harder. Don't do that again. You did. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Here, rotate it a little bit more. Yeah. And you're gonna really need to like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there then just wiggle it loose. Got it. There you go. Yeah, just wiggle it loose and pull it up. We're gonna have to do some like of those strength exercises for your hands. I know. I think I can go for enough. Because as a bartender, you gotta be able to fight too. So. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Okay, now just Thank dump you. that in your rocks glass. Nope, oh, no, no, in the in the final glass there. There we go. Hyperemia. Yeah, and then the lines go on top. Boom. Yeah. And then you can use your spoon to kind of make it look look more spread out and pretty. My wife just bought a bottle of shiso. Shiso. Yeah, I think really need Yeah, add some herbal. Wow. And so what's nice about this is you really get that lime oil taste yeah. because it's extracted. That's the different thing. It's not really lime juice. It's like the, the oil. Is, I didn't mean, like yeah. it, but that oil is. The oil. It's like the skin and everything. Salud. 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 You speak Portuguese? I don't speak Portuguese. Salud. A few words. Impressive. Cheers to all of y'all. Good. Oh. We're, we're doing so good here. So we've done aviation, mojito, and caipirinha. Martinez? Martinez. All right, Jeff. So Jeff um, brought some special gin for the Martinez. We're going to use this uh, ransom Voltam gin. So what I recommend is you don't need a whole lot of water for this, but just give your mason glass a little rinse and put it in the bucket because we're going to be stirring the cocktail 
somebody could give it two rinses. Should we shake it? Sure, you can shake it. Just to get it. Oh, just to get, get, the get some of that, right get some of that line out. And that'd be a good practice anyway, though. Yeah. We'll do the. And what's neat about this uh, cocktail we're making is that the um, ingredients are all American. Hello. Oh. Uh -huh. This is an American drink. <laughs> yeah, so the gin is from Oregon, the, well, aside from the Luxardo, but the vermouth is from California, the bitters is, Kentucky, let's just say Kentucky, oh, Scotland, <laughs> well, whatever, Booker's from Scotland, okay, so now, we're gonna use your aviation glass for this one. This was aviation. So you can, yeah, you can dump the garnish, dump all that, and I'll be yeah. back this in a moment. This is the Nick and Nora glass, right? Yep. Okay. This is pretty amazing. You know, I'm The Cap team does do Friday afternoon happy hour. I feel like we should compete and start a Friday afternoon cocktail hour. Yes. I work at a startup and at like four on every Friday we have scotch o'clock. So they have like scotch on tab and like a whole office. On tab? Yeah. That's a good level. He gets so excited. He gets so excited. Excited and frightened. Could be really good if it's a good week or really bad. I know we all have a rough week. A week? We When I joined the team. Um, Brendan and Stuart had beer yeah. on Friday. Yeah, open beer. I used to see some people, I think they did it on Thursdays or Fridays, but there was like a little table outside 28. They would like randomly be there to beer. Okay, take like, one. I don't know who you guys are. But I want to hang out. <laughs> take one, pass it on. Oh. Yeah, talk to Adam about that. And he, when he, he was our beer planner. Oh, oh really? really? So we should get back in when you have your peel, you can clean it up. Yeah. Oh, the same Just so it's the, the skin that's left over. I'm getting kind of a thin one. I'm sorry about that. That'll be perfect. Can you make it pretty? Yeah, make it pretty. But don't do the don't do the center cut on this one. Just clean up the outer edges. Just the edges. Just the edges. So it works 24. This is a 24 one. That's yours. This would be a forty dollar cocktail. <laughs> That's what we can do to sell cocktails. Sounds legal to me. <laughs> okay. So in our method of doing the small ingredient first, we're going to do bitters first. And this is Boker's bitters. And this is a this is a dasher. So it's just. Just do three dashes. Do two dashes in your drink. This comes out and in, you in, the in your glass, in your mixing glass. So one, two? Just one, two. Yeah, good. One, two. That's satisfying. Boop, boop. Perfect. Oh, smells so interesting. Yeah, smell those bitters. So bitters are alcoholic, right? Yeah, this is alcohol. Is the, <laughs> is the I feel like you 
that's why I it's so, it, There are some bars where they'll like challenge you to have a shot of bitters, and it's like medicine. You wouldn't want to drink a shot of bitters. Next up is Maraschino. Right. One quarter ounce. One quarter ounce. Very, very small amount. Why is this Not Why is this This is a precursor to the martini cocktail. So this is like the late 1800s. So that's what From Martinez, yeah. That looks cool. That's a fun Okay. I'm learning, man. Scott Luxardo. Good. So now you're going to do three quarter ounce of the Three quarter ounce of vermouth. Three quarters. That's the only thing. Vermouth is also alcohol. It is. So it's wine, a wine base with a little bit of spirits added to make it stronger than wine. Wait, I don't want the three quarters. This is darker colored than some. Yeah. Vermouths yeah. that are clear and some that are dark. Yeah, usually the clear ones are called dry vermouth. Okay. And the, oh, the dark ones are sweet vermouth. Sweet. Okay. So like a martini, if you, you order a martini from me here, I'll use a little bit of dry vermouth, which is the clear one. For a Manhattan cocktail, I would use a darker, sweeter vermouth. Uh, so it depends on just the desired result. And then this will be an ounce and a half of, of the gin. So what's your favorite spirit? Hmm? See? I always like a Well, oh, vodka's good because it highlights other ingredients. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a backup vocalist. Yes. Who's the best team player? Who's the best team player? Once you have all of your liquids assembled, I know that we're still going around the circle there, um, you can add ice to this. Mm -hmm. There might be some melted ice at the bottom of the bin, which is fine. Just try to make sure there's not a lot of water in your scoop. And yeah, just give kind of a full scoop in your glass. And then we're going to stir it. What is your favorite letter of the alphabet? You stir with your left hand. Oh, you you stir with whatever hand feels right to you, but I would do it on the table. Oh yeah, right. so that you have a solid base. And if you with the stirring methodology, you said about yeah, just try to move the ice as a single unit. Okay, actually, with the ice in there, with, it worked pretty well. I would say with the ice helps. It, it helps a lot. More. It's easier. So, but the funny story about the Wright brothers—they're commonly thought of the people that learned how to do power flight. They did not do power flight because they knew how to completely fly the plane without power flight. They did not start adding power until they could fly a plane. There you go. They were sliding. So did they do glider? You're good now. I think I think you could use a bit more ice. You want at least yeah, a little bit more ice in there. Now you can strain it into your cocktail glass. Double strain? Single strain. Why do we double strain? If you're shaking it, it breaks the ice into these little crystals, oh, and that's what we're straining out. In this case, there's still large cubes. So this is... Yeah, boom, just like that. And then garnishing. Okay. So Keith, I'm going to borrow your... Go ahead and hold hold this right here. Everybody look. Pause what you're doing. You're going to hold the peel like this, 
and go and shoot the oils onto the drink. All right, and then you will twist the orange onto itself and go boop, boop, boop. So it keeps its shape and go ta-da, ta-da. That's hard. That's, that, that takes a lot of practice. This is a very strong drink, so it's gonna taste definitely more like spirits compared to the other recipes. Because it's all oh, all spirits. But we caught it, we caught it just in time. Okay, a quick look, this is a good demonstration. So you see he shook it and there's the, the air has been incorporated here, which changes the mouthfeel compared to no air in this. Sorry, Jeff. No worries. No, you were doing that as a pedagogical and, term, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was for, for learning. Yeah? Okay. Well, it's, it is, it's sort of like my, my dad's cocktail. Oh, yeah. Can I try it? Fair. Yeah, definitely. I don't know why I have a little uncooled You got to pull it down a little bit. Feels right. Well, it works the soup, right? You want the soup to cool it off? Like, Oh, my drink will be cool. Yeah. yeah, so you just, you try to fold it in half on itself. You see, you see like that? Yeah. If you had a thicker peel, like, So it's a little bit easier to see. You're fine. Yeah, check that off. Are you sure? Yeah. If you get a ticket, we'll, fig we'll figure it out. Well, I think her parking is, is almost up, but it yeah. is, I don't think I changed my watch for daylight saving. Is, was it 520? Yeah. 520? OK. Now, go ahead and dump your mojito. We're going to do the last drink here. The mojito, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. How does everyone like the Martinez? Yeah. It's good. Yeah, well, it's, it's good. It's very, like, sophisticated. Like, it'd be something you'd have, like, in Manhattan. Yeah, I could drink one or ten of them. Okay. One or ten. Like, after the second one, I'll be like... Okay. <laughs> yeah, so, let's do a um, ba -ba -ba hot toddy. So, we're going to use this Collins glass for the hot toddy. Nah, it's fine. Because we're going to have citrus in there anyways. It's seasoned. It's pre-seasoned. Now, I want to use the, the Booker's Bitters again for this one. In two? I didn't know hot toddy had bitters. Yeah, well, I like to do bitters in my hot toddy because yeah. I think it, it adds a little spice there. Yeah. I like the, the flair you did on that. Good. And then the next thing, one quarter ounce of this allspice drink. Oh, allspice. One quarter. Yeah. You don't need a whole lot of the allspice drink. It's, no, you never it's, need a whole lot of allspice. No, I agree. It's a lot. Well, that's so interesting. Uh, quarter? Quarter. And then half of honey. So if you had to pick like 10 things to do in your, your home bar, what would you put in it? Ooh, that's I would just do 10 different kinds of whiskey myself and just have those. Honey. Yeah. Half. 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 Half
half of honey, okay. and then half of uh, lemon. Okay. Half a lemon. That's a neat trick. I couldn't identify lime juice. <laughs> yeah. Half a lemon. I have, a, I have some good random skills. And then one and a half of apple brandy. Apple brandy? Yeah. That's a lot of ingredients. Okay. 
in the room? Yeah. You got the Yeah. I will take a picture. 